0: Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast psychologist,
1: and I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast psychologist.
0: And this is when
1: East meets West. I have a lot of thoughts about entitlement that Pete and I have talked about, not on the podcast many a time. And so, you know, we really thought it might be important to to bring this into to more of a public discussion.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, because I think a lot of us have had experiences with an entitled person. What do you say? Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: I I think so, and and maybe you know, maybe some of us. Hey, brother, if
0: like... you're listening, I think you're entitled sometimes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know, we know he's listening now. <laughs> we know, we know he's been listening to the podcast. So, hello, hi, how you doing? Um, yeah.
0: but so entitlement defined the fact of having a right to something.
1: Yes, and well, and I was also going to say that some of us might even recognize we felt entitled ourselves. Right.
0: So the belief that one is inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment. Uh huh. Yes. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and and I think and I do think it's important to to say everybody has felt that way sometimes. Uh, it, might yeah. even, it might even be that we we feel in, you know we feel entitled to happiness. We feel entitled to a job. We feel yeah. entitled. You know, to I don't know, not have to deal with traffic. My favorite LA example.
0: Well, and which could be a, a really good motivator for some folks, you know. I think mm-hmm. that that could be a way that they get motivated to try and do and to accomplish. So, I, mm-hmm. I like we always say on this on, on this podcast, it's not bad per se. No. And there's moments when you present it that it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a couple examples that I'm going to give, Nikki. What do you yes, say? Yes, <laughs> I'm.
1: I'm uh, very much looking forward to hear them. Yes. Well, and but before we even get into the yes. examples, though, I, I think it might be useful to describe a little bit more in detail about what entitlement looks like behaviorally, right? So, so piggybacking off those definitions, entitlement shows up behaviorally when somebody is focused solely on their own desires, wants, and needs. They're having trouble perspective taking the desires, wants, and needs of other people. So it's a very narrow uh, lens that someone's Mm -hmm. operating uh, from within. I like you you brought in the
0: the the behavioral perspective. Yes, well, you know, you know, I like to break that down for a second. Yes. So,
1: and perspective taking is a behavior. Right. It's a covert behavior. It's something you're doing inside your body that no one can see you doing. But it's a behavior that is required uh, in order to basically practice uh, empathy, right? Because it's you have to behaviorally put yourself in someone's shoes. Imagine what, what their experiences is, what, you know, what their, um, thoughts might be or physiological reactions. And when you're acting from a place of entitlement, you're not stepping into someone else's experience. You're only staying connected to what do you want out of that moment? What do you need out of that moment?
0: That's right. Yeah. And so being able to to see it that way. And actually, so I, I, uh, one of my friends, who's a speaker, Shamika Holzclaw, she is one mm-hmm. of the top, you know, female basketball players of all time. She does, uh, you know, no national, big deal, no big deal, but just <laughs> like national circuit for mental health because she's very open yeah. about her challenges with the mental health. And so, one of the things she says about, say, entitlement or like in particular, millennials are tend to be identified as such. She really reframed it from a different perspective mm. where she said millennium millennials uh but, but they're agents of change. Mm. So that, you know, their me, me, me generation really creates change because they get things done. So again, mm-hmm. another sort of strength based perspective around how yeah. how maybe entitlement can work favorably for some groups or for some generation.
1: Well, I think I, I like that. Example, because I think what that highlights is that so there's a generalization, a bias, a stereotype yes. about millennials that there that there's an entitlement in that generation. And what she was really saying is like, well, if we non-judgmentally look at that behavior of focusing on 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 oneself, there are adaptive aspects to that. What becomes problematic is when you're not including. The perspective of others. So that's it's right. this balance, this dialectic, both, you know, making space for both things. So, you know, like with anything, where do we get sticky and stuck? It's when we're only looking at one lens and, and, you know, and, and I would say in, that's the definition of entitlement itself is that it's just one lens. If you're, if you're focusing on getting things done and also recognizing other people have needs, wants, and desires, right. you're not acting from an entitled place. You're that's actually right. being more flexible and holistic.
0: And so I'm going to, my flexibility yes. is that I'm an elder millennial. So just going to put that out there.
1: <laughs> which, which can I just, let me just say, I always, I always, I still get angry that we're called that because I'm like, we used to be called Generation Y for so yes. a very small, there's like a, like a five-year period that well, there's
0: still I, references to Y and Gen Next, but uh, in particular, we're millennials. Yes, so, But, but elder millennials, you and I. And yes, I'm, I'm elder millennials. Kind of on I'm on, I'm way You're more than You're on the, the real cuspid. cusp. You're I'm on the, the real. on the actual cusp, yeah. Yeah, But I think that, you know, the perspective taking is key. And I think that, you know, like you said, it's an overt behavior. Um, I, I, you know, I think sometimes like, so for one way I feel entitlement at times is like in my role, many roles um, of power and privilege, mm-hmm, I'm able mm-hmm. to walk onto fields or mm-hmm. I'm able to like be in a locker room, you know, or walk behind a, a large stadium or mm-hmm. park in a place where others can't park and yeah and those that's entitlement and, absolutely
1: and, yeah well it's like it's it's the, the i deserve this yeah right i deserve this and yeah because I, I
0: i i totally walk in as if i deserve i'm
1: like
0: <laughs> ch- my chest first enters yeah
1: <laughs> right right I, and i'm thinking of like silly examples of like when i you know back in my youth you know uh when it's like i'm entitled to like get into this club this club is, or something you know. like that you know yeah. and it's what like I'm club gonna- you, you went to <laughs> I was not a club person in general, but I'm thinking of like going to someone's bachelorette in oh. Vegas, and we were like, "I'm going to cut the line." And I, you know, so I'm, fancy, yeah, you know, we had
0: hunka bunka. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a great, nice, name. nice, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I mean, obviously, we had you know the college spots, but sure. uh, which I, you know, my my college friends are chuckling, thinking of those <laughs> right now. But but I want to get into those examples you were talking about of when you've experienced some some you know the 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 problems with entitlement when that's. When you well, you know
0: notice that yeah matter. well and I, I it it is it's when it creates this idea that it's expected so in particular within academia there is especially with like sort of the Gen Z um, this idea of like everyone gets an A and mm, I think that mm-hmm. any educator will kind of respond to that because we know that there this. You, we have the normal curve, right so there's the mm-hmm. normal curve, which, by the way is also biased it does you know yep. so so linking to our previous episodes around sort of inequity, um, mm-hmm. thinking about this normal curve that was created also by white you know researchers. but the idea is that in general, people fall in these average sort of zones mm-hmm. uh, and so but this shift within academia has occurred where it's like a standard deviation to the right now mm-hmm. is like it's like so it's all shifted because it's almost like a B has become average, mm. where historically a C was average. Uh, so there's
1: like I'm entitled. I'm entitled to, to an, an A. a. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I show up, I submit my things. I, that's an A, isn't it? It was like, well, no, A is superior. So I make a point to at least like first class, like identify what grades mean. Yes. And then I want them just to self reflect. I may end up giving you the A if you earn mm-hmm. it, but I want you mm-hmm. to self reflect of are you superior? Because I think everyone can relate with that term, and that's a, the psychological term we use in, in mm-hmm. you know in, in assessment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that that. Uh, what is it? Superior, superior high range. average, mm-hmm. average mm-hmm. low average, mm-hmm. yeah, borderline. So those are you know categories that I think. Um, so so that's where I probably see that's where I experience it the most. That's for sure.
1: As you're talking, I'm also thinking about sort of clinical examples when and and it's not just actually I should reframe that. It would actually be um, within the confines of a private practice business because I think other people can mm. have experienced this outside that are not psychologists. Is when I uh, I have patients that maybe for example. Don't want to pay my cancellation fee. But yeah. They want. They want us. They want us. They want a special treatment, right? right. I have a twenty four hour cancellation policy. Right. That's required. Like that's, most, like most everybody, like everybody, has. everybody yep. has. And and I think this this is important to say, and we haven't said this yet. Entitlement includes this idea that the rules don't apply to me.
0: That's great. Yeah. Right. That
1: the rules don't apply. And it's like, it's so interesting as I'm saying that I feel myself getting activated. (laughs) Right. That, and I think that is what is activating for a lot of people. It's that, and, and that's what, that's, what's activating about like, if we get really big about this, about white privilege, it's like the rules don't apply to me. That's I right. should be able to get away with it. I should yeah. get an A. I should get the best parking spot. Yeah. I shouldn't have to pay Dr. Rubin's fee yeah. because I'm special. I'm different. And, and that
0: sounds, Nikki. That sounds a bit like episode ten where we talked about righteousness and rigidity. So that yeah. sounds a bit like that. What do you think?
1: Yeah, there's there's definitely overlap there. Yeah. That yeah. I'm right. My yeah. way is better. And and again, it's the entitlement piece. Is this adding that? again that i'm special in some way that i i'm deserving of treatment that is outside of of the boundaries that are being presented to me and that's yeah. you know and i think at least for me that i've ex- i experienced that as very disrespectful
0: Oh, yeah. Well, it is disrespectful. And another place for another example I'll give you is athletes. And so mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. in general, athletes um, have a sense of entitlement. Frankly, I think it's justified. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll speak again with say with student athletes, because uh, as an as an academic, uh, and I sit at faculty meetings yes uh, um nine times out of ten student athletes are shit talked you know it's like you know mm-hmm. that there's they get too many resources mm-hmm. or you know so other faculty that are like really scholarly don't fully understand what athletes bring and mm-hmm. an interesting sort of thing there is like i think um i forget that i think it's like 80 or 90 percent of like the revenue brought to the ncaa is from black athletes Oh, right, because wow. if you, if you think of the inequity of like the yes. you know the the really gen, like revenue generating sports, um, predominantly football and then basketball, mm-hmm. you know um, within the NCAA, you see that uh, the athletes are predominantly black. So that's a sort of interesting thing too. So you have these black athletes making the majority of the money for mm-hmm. those institutions, mm-hmm. and yet the faculty whose salary are paid by them
1: mm-hmm. don't
0: see the value in in that.
1: Yeah. Well, well, no, no. I was going to say, I I think that's important you're bringing that in. And I think this is maybe what could potentially get confusing for people is that, well, where are we trying to make things more equal, right? Right. Where are you trying to balance things out? And then where is behavior entitled? Because I think in the entitled piece, it's really important to just keep reiterating here that it's believing that they said there's no consequences for you that you, the the rules are for somebody else. else. And, and that, that is, that is problematic because you're not, you're not considering somebody else's experience, right? That's what I'm saying. It's, there's a lack of perspective taking involved. And I think what you're talking about is more on the level of that actually sort of, you know, being aware of, of student athletes potentially, um, getting some, Uh, allowances or perks or whatever they are, that that is balancing things out, that there's a larger inequity present. Right,
0: and so so they're perceived as being entitled?
1: When in reality they're it's not justified yeah it's justified so i guess yes. I, I, yeah
0: I, I let in with my opinion rather than talking about the the you know the the actual <laughs> entitlement but the entitlement is that you know maybe they're but th- this is the thing i can go to late i i can go late to class by a minute or two and it's no issue but if one of these other athletes that on a high revenue generating sport goes it's they're targeted they're you know, targeted it's seen more you know because frankly what i see is the professors are really into them they're like excited that this person mm. is in their class so it's a mm-hmm. really it's 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 complicated, but I'm, you know, bringing that in because I do think, in general, student athletes are seen as entitled. Where they'll, you know, they'll think like, you know, that they could be late to class or that they can hand in an assignment late, or they have academic advising and all these resources. Well, and
1: and maybe and maybe some of those things are entitled behaviors. So, that's like right. handing in an assignment late, other students might feel, I think, right. justifiably, so that that's that's not fair, right? That's right? That that's the rules don't apply, though. I think you know, again, you're speaking to sort of a, a broader uh, inequity in that system and 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 also trying to recognize that maybe some of these some of the the per, like i said allowances or perks are trying to balance some of that
0: That's right. Are you going to give an example of entitlement?
1: Of entitlement? I mean I have so I mean I,
0: I mean you think, gave it like cancellation fee. I like that one. Th-
1: that one I mean that that's I that I think about that a lot. I mean I also think just like out in the world when somebody it's a very silly one you yeah. said but it's like when someone cuts in line.
0: Yeah. You know
1: you're waiting in line and someone just Cuts in line and starts ordering something. That irks me so to So let no me end. give
0: you the best Eastern perspective Okay, on that. please. So yeah. when I was in New York, I got to see the Dalai Lama maybe like five or ten years ago. He spoke at Rockefeller oh, Center, yes. and it was such a cool experience. So I amazing. I twice. And all his monks waited at the back of the line. And it was such an interesting thing because they let everyone wow. else go in first. Wow. Whereas, you know, you know that the majority of the world is like, let me get in there so I Absolutely. get to my seat.
1: Well, spe- especially in New York.
0: Especially in New York, yeah. <laughs> don't hate on the East Coast.
1: I'm not hating not more. More again, just like- You
0: used to like the- it. Oh, I did. I'm <laughs> just kidding.
1: No, yeah, I did. I mean, I did. It, no, and more, I more mean that, not that I, actually it's not, I don't mean to imply that that New Yorkers are entitled. It's It's more sort of a behavioral energy around- you know, you got to move forward and get things done. And there's like, you know, why, why wait sort of more in the, the energy of moving things forward and impatience. I, I don't actually think it, it's a, it means that they're, they're thinking the rules don't apply to them right. though. Uh, that is very, that's very interesting. Yeah. It was a really cool
0: experience to see, because again, I think that would be a a common example. You know, I think sometimes when I'm on retreats with my teacher, like there's a little sense of entitlement because I'm with him a lot. And, Mm. you know, um, I think, uh, I, I, I recently had that experience because sometimes pools are not open. And so Mm. my mind, but so I did it with awareness where I was like, I, I, I mindfully know that I could get access to, at least two or three different indoor pools with yeah. my entitlement. Yeah. Right? Bec- yep. Um, and I'm going to download the app and try and schedule like everybody
1: else does. Well, well so I think – so I want to be really careful with the language here. So I don't think that's – I don't think that's your entitlement. I think when you're saying by bringing in the awareness, well, yeah, it's not entitled. Like you're recognizing well, yeah. that you can have access, right? right. And, and, and like you said at the beginning of this episode, it's not good or bad. We're, Pete and I aren't saying that you're never – never allowed to take advantage of I'm gonna keep using this word perk, right? Yeah. It's not that you're never allowed everybody has taken advantage of some perk. Everybody. You know, everybody has. And that's because it's easier. It feels nice to feel special. Right. You know, it makes things go more quickly. You know, if you you know, if you can get into that club because you know the bouncer, you're probably gonna t- Take that perk, you know. Well, you know,
0: I was New York's hottest bartender. At one point, right? <laughs> I do. I was
1: I wasn't sure if you wanted to share that, so I was. <laughs> well, that was when um, I
0: when I worked at the at Marquee. A marquee. Was, Yeah, marquee. That, yeah. Uh, which is still around, actually, like 20 some years later. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, there was certain access and entitlement that came with that, where you could go and and if you you know you, knowing people that worked and owned those places allowed yes, you. To- so- yeah. So there
1: was access. So I know you say so. You're know, like access and title. Well, there there could be entitlement, though. I would say so is access that you're taking advantage of. Person. Well, I was
0: a different person That I was yeah. Yeah. I okay. Like I, so, so maybe, <laughs> that maybe, was maybe maybe
1: there was entitlement too. <laughs> it was. But, but remember, I'm owning, maybe, I'm owning yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. So yeah. But remember, entitlement again is is believing that you deserve that. The rules yeah. don't apply to you. That others don't matter. And so when you're talking about getting access to a pool, it's like, yeah. okay, you're mindfully aware that like you're taking advantage of a perk that you have while also recognize or that you could, and also recognizing that other people don't have that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would want listeners to be curious about for themselves and also be mindful of not judging, taking advantage of a perk as oh i'm entitled i shouldn't do that cuz i could see that happening to the flip side you know especially Yeah, but
0: i would kind of err i would rather that happen than the other <laughs> I, I mean aggr-
1: aggr- i agree with that just i want agree to put with that, that. Out there. i totally agree with that and i just I, I can you know i just reflecting on some conversations i've had with patients where i think people can also get very attached and sticky about being a good person and doing the right thing and yeah and you know we're human beings. We we don't we don't actually act in line with our values or act optimally at all times, and that doesn't somehow make you entitled, right? It's not a story because you've taken advantage of perks. It's what I want folks to be aware of is is when are you taking advantage of perks and believing a story that. I keep saying the rules don't apply to you that you just you shouldn't have to pay the late fee. you shouldn't have to wait in line. you know, you, uh, you know, you shouldn't have to, I don't know, I keep pay whatever it is, pay the full fee, do the homework assignment, whatever it is. It's that coming back to this equality here of like the rules are supposed to apply to all of us, and how can we best act in line with that? I mean, would you add anything? to that
0: or no i mean i think like so we're we're bringing the awareness to it uh, i think recognizing that we all I mean, Maybe we all, because I also f- keep thinking that you and I have had way more perks and privileges than say some other folks. So that's, there's definitely some who, right, probably, is, who probably wouldn't have had right. that. Yeah. So that's why I think for me, and, and again, for me, it's the Zen stuff of just like non-attachment to materials. Um, so that really entitlement means nothing, you know, so, or even access means nothing because mm-hmm. the bottom line is like, I'm just, you know, trying to get in touch with the core sense of myself, my being. Right, of course. And that's a yes. really challenging thing to do.
1: It is a really, really challenging thing to do. And I think in, in wrapping up here, what we can leave listeners with is just to be really curious and mindful of the experiences of other people. Even if you want something, even if you believe that you deserve something, can you also just slow down and recognize that, you know, other people have desires, wants, and needs too? This has been When East Meets West. I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin.
0: And I'm Dr. Pete Economo. Be present, be brave. This has been When East Meets West. All material is based on opinion and educational training of Drs. Pete Economo and Nikki Rubin.
1: Content is for informational and educational purposes only.